Bokertov, we're doing Mizmor Kuf Tet. And this is a fascinating Mizmor in which um, maybe you could say it's a little bit of a cryptic Mizmor because it's hard to tell who is speaking. But the Mizmor seems to work like this. The beginning of the Mizmor, David talks about how his enemies are cursing him and he pleads to God to save him from his enemies. The Chachamim say that this may be a Mizmor that David sang when he was fleeing from Avshalom. As we know, Shimi ben Gera stood there from the tribe of Binyamin and was cursing David as he was leaving. So maybe the talk of curse in this Mizmor is a reference to that episode in David's life. Now the way the Mizmor seems to be structured is at the beginning, he says how the enemies are cursing him. And then from about... Um, pasuk, from, uh, from Pasuk 6 until Pasuk 14, he seems to be quoting the curses of his enemies that the enemies are saying to him. And then from Pasuk 15, David starts to talk again uh, back about his enemies. Once they've cursed him, then he, once he quotes their curse about him, then in Pasuk Tedvav, he starts speaking himself to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and he asks for HaKadosh Baruch Hu to bring retribution to those enemies. Uh, and so on. And that's kind of the, the theme here of the Mizmor. Okay? Pasuk Aleph. To the chief musician for David, a psalm, you, uh, God, you are the God of my praise. Please do not be silent. The God that I praise, you are the God of my praise. Please do not be silent. Pasuk Bet. For the the mouths of the wicked and the mouths of the deceitful have been opened against me. And they've spoken lying words about me or lying, with a lying tongue about me. Okay, this is uh, very relevant for what Am Yisrael feels today, where our enemies always, always lie about us in the most aggressive ways. And we'll see how aggressive their lies are. Uh, but this is something that probably makes Tehillim so relevant for our times when we see the lies spreading. And it's not... You know, just this instance in history, this seems to be the modus operandi of the enemies of Am Yisrael to spread lies about Am Yisrael and demonize Am Yisrael with falsehood until Am Yisrael becomes a kosher target for the enemy. Okay? Pasuk Gimel. Uh, hateful words surround me and they are fighting me for no reason. Instead of my love, they hate me. And all I have is to say tefillah. Or another interpretation is means and I am constantly being judged. Either way it could be uh, interpreting, uh, interpreted. Um, but I'd like to say all I have is my tefillah. Because everybody is constantly hating me. Instead of the love that I show them, they show hatred. And this is, by the way, exactly what the people in the Otef Aza experienced. When they, would, they were mamash the most kind people to the Palestinians in Gaza. Uh, that exists, that existed in Israel, they would invite them and have them work in their homes and pay them and this and that and, and be kind to them. And those were the people that instead of my love, they hated me. They, the people Davka, that they hired were the people that told Hamas exactly where to kill them. And they put... They did evil instead of my goodness, meaning in, in, as payback for the good that I showed them, they did evil to me. And they showed hatred in return for the love I showed them. And now we start Pasuk Vav, where he starts quoting 
the author of the Mizmor, starts quoting the curses that the enemies say about David. It says Allah. And, and by the way, exactly, as Ariel saying, the proof is that if you look at the opening first verses of the Mizmor, he talks about his enemies in the plural. And then from Pasuk Vav, exactly, from Pasuk Vav, Istinuni, uh, for example, they hate me. Vayasimu, uh, and they put Alayra'a. Right, so it's all talking about the enemy in the plural. Once you get to Pasuk Vav, it's the, the author starts to speak about an individual in the singular form. So it seems like now the author is quoting the curses of those many evil people about the individual who could be David for our purposes. Okay? Appoint a wicked one over him and let an accuser stand next to him. Pasuk Zayn, When he is judged, let him come out as wicked. And let his tefillah come out as be regarded as sin. The tefillah that we mentioned before that he said, that all I have is my tefillah. So the enemies say, let the tefillah be counted as sin. May his days be very few and let his possessions be taken by someone else. Pekudato means the things that he's mifaked on alehim. The things that he has control over, which are his possessions in this context. The word pikud in Tanakh has famously has inc- uh, a, a, a very, very diverse set of translations. So here it would mean possessions. So you let his, let his days be few and let his possessions be taken by someone else. This is all the curses being said to David. That his children become orphans and his wife a widow. His sons shall roam around and, and beg for money, for food or money. And let them be, scrout, be, be seeking in their in their uh, in their destroyed places. You know, whatever they they have should be destroyed. They should be seeking food or money or whatever they need in their destroyed homes or in their destroyed streets or whatever it is. Let the creditor seize all that belongs to him and let others or strangers plunder the fruits of his labor. Let nobody be there to bring kindness upon him. Moshech Chasid means to draw kindness upon someone to pull kindness upon someone. Let there be nobody to bring kindness upon him. And let there nobody be, let nobody have pity on his orphans. Let his end be destruction. And in the next generation, their names should also be erased, meaning referring, it seems, to his descendants. Right? So let his end be that he gets cut off, or be destroyed. And in the next generation, let his descendants or his orphans be completely erased. And let the sins of his forefathers be remembered before God and the sin of his mother should not be erased. Now what does that mean, the sin of his mother? It's a, it's a classic expression that we see in other places in Tehillim also where the sin of your mother just means the sins of your childhood or the sins that, the, the sins that we all do from our from when we were born until we're whatever age we are would be called the sins of our mother because we are it just means the sins that you've done from the time you were born by your mother okay so let his sins be remembered before God and this is the curses that these are the curses that his enemies say to him now pasuk tadvav we 
turn to David, or the author, talking about, or praying to Hashem about what he should do to his enemies. You know, in response to these curses about David, which we just read. Let them be before Hashem always, and let them be cut off, uh, let, let their memory be cut off from the earth. And why should they be cut off? Why should their memory be cut off? Because they did not remember to do kindness and they chased the poor and the needy man and the person who had a broken heart, they chopped down. Okay? Um, they loved curses and let those curses come upon them. He had no desire for blessings, and now those blessings should be very far from them. Okay, so that's how you know, we know that the, tent, the, the person has just changed. Because all these curses that they just said about David, now he's saying they loved curses. So let those curses <clears throat> come upon them. Mm-hmm. And they who hated Biracha, who are constantly only cursing me, let the, the Biracha be very far from them. He wore curse like his garment. So let the curses come into him like water and be spread upon him like oil is spread upon the skin or the bones. That's at least how we're interpreting um, Let the curses be like a, a garment wrapped around him. And like a belt that he's always wearing. Let the curses constantly be girded around him. This is what those who hate me do. Or, or the reward. This, is, this should be the reward or the punishment for those who hate me from Hashem. And the punishment for those who speak evil about me. Peulat here would mean, in our interpretation, would mean like the recompense. right? Yeah. The recompense for those who hate me from before God should be this, that the curses stick to them, that the curses come inside them, that the curses be spread upon them, that the curses gird them. All the curses that they say should, be fall, should fall upon them. Let that be their punishment from Hashem. Pasuk 21. Ve'ata Adonai. Is it Elohim Adonai? Yeah. Ve'ata Elohim Adonai. Ase'iti d'man shemecha kitov chasecha hatzileni. And you, Hashem, my God, do good for me for the sake of your name. Because uh, your kindness is good, and please save me. Your mercy is good, your kindness is good, please save me. Ki ani anochi, for I am poor and needy, halal and my heart is hollow within me. Ketzel kin toto nehelachti, I am like, I'm, I am like the, the, the shade that's going away. You know, whenever the light moves and the shadow caused by a standing object starts to dissolve, so I am like that. I'm like the dissolving shadow. And I'm being tossed around like the locust. Locusts that get tossed around by the wind. My knees are weak from all my fasting. I'm getting weak from how much I've had to fast. And, uh, and my, my flesh is, is losing its fat. That's how uh, the, the best interpretation I have. And I am disgraced to them, to my enemies. They see me and they shake their head at me. 
Please help me, Hashem, my God. Save me in accordance with your kindness. And let them know that this is your hand because they'll see the miraculousness of my salvation and how you've come to save me against their curses. And they will know that it's your hand. This is a classic tefillah we always see in the Tehillim in which the author of the tefillah always frames the tefillah as something that will be a kiddush Hashem for HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Which is, where does, where does the Tehillim learn this, this method of tefillah from? From Moshe Rabbeinu. Right? Why should the Mitzrim say that God took them out just to destroy them? Uh-huh. Then they're going to lose faith in you, Hashem. So Moshe Rabbeinu was the first one to use this concept of framing your tefillah as a Kiddush Hashem. Please Hashem, help me so it'll be a Kiddush Hashem for you. Okay? Uh, and now we see used in many, many Mizmurim. And this is another example. They will know that this is your hand, Hashem. You Hashem have done it. They will curse and you bless. They get up and they become ashamed and your servant, meaning me, will be happy. My enemies or my accusers will, will wear dishonor. And they'll have to wear like a cloak, like a coat, their shame. So I, and I will thank I will thank Hashem very much with my mouth and amongst the many I will praise Him another concept in Tehillim which is anytime something good happens to you always praise Hashem in public make sure that the Kiddush Hashem is known that the goodness that Hashem did for you so I will thank Hashem very much with my mouth and amongst the many I will praise Him for He stands next to the Needy, on the right hand of the needy, to deliver them, from those who try to judge him. And that is the way of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that he stands by the needy to always help them against the shofetim of his, uh, the shofetim, the judges that are judging the needy. Okay, and that's a beautiful mizmor. We see that. Now, how does Borei Olam do that? How does Borei Olam help the needy? By commanding people to be good. That's the most classic way, is that he puts good people in the world. Bazar Shem, we should see many such people. Baruch Adonai Lulam, Amen v'Amen.